News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News. Increases in parental leave and childcare relief are among numerous calls to help parents and families deal with the cost of living crisis. But are we doing enough to help single people who are struggling? Andrea Smith is a freelance journalist uh, who joins us now. Uh, Andrea, do you think single people are getting a, a raw deal? Ah, look, Shane, we, oh, we've always had a raw deal. <laughs> From the wedding presents we don't ever get to all of the things that come, all of the benefits that come with being married, you know. I mean, I think the single worker has always pay, faced a steep penalty for not being married, you know, and... um. There was a study from the OECD in 2018 that found that single workers with no children were bearing the brunt of Ireland's personal tax regime. And it's a bit unfair, I think, you know, because in a lot of cases, running a household means that you have the the very same bills. You know, when I'm trying to heat or light my home or pay the broadband or any of those kind of things, I'm paying the same amount as anybody else. But I'm also paying more tax than if I was married, you know. Uh, well, are you paying more tax? I mean, we had we brought in Charlie McCreevy uh, and got a lot of flack for it at the time. Brought in indiv- individualisation, which meant that you know where a, a, a husband or a wife could take their their spouse's uh, tax credit. That's gone now. So we do have individual. Like the tax system is individualised. Yeah, but it still doesn't work out. I mean, there are just better breaks for for people who are married, you know. And I think it, I think it throws back to the whole Catholic thing of, you know, the, the the way forward for people was to get married and have children. I don't think there were ever alternatives considered back in the day, and I don't think we've caught up. I mean, forty one percent of people over fifteen. Now I know it's on is over fifteen, so obviously there's a huge cohort of young people there. But for I mean, the workers in this country, forty one percent are are single, you know. And yet, I just don't think that we get fair treatment. I don't think anybody ever thinks because there's such a premium placed on being married and having children and all of the breaks. And all of the incentives kind of seem to go that way. There's never anything for the poor old singleton, you know. We're <laughs> cold on our sofas, <laughs> nobody putting their arm around us, and uh, and we're not getting any breaks either. Now, the, I suppose the argument would be uh, that governments, and uh, and it's not just Ireland, governments around the world. You know, like France, for example, they're very ge- generous tax benefits to having children. And the reason they do that is because we do need to replenish the population that, and particularly as the population is getting older, to pay for, uh, you know, pensioners, to pay for services, we need more people in the workforce. Hence, we need the, the birth rate to go up. And that's why they're encouraging, um, that's why they have tax incentives, for example, to have kids. Yeah, and then other people would say that all of the, the damage it's causing to the to the planet as well with the overpopulation of the planet. So, you know, I don't know how you win this one, but I do think that, you know, single people are are at risk of poverty, I think. I mean, the, there was a report done in the States. There's no equivalent one here. So there was one done in the States that found that single women were having a much harder time making ends meet than married women and that one in five unmarried women was found to be living in poverty and single women were more than three times likely than married women or married men to live in poverty. So I just think that, you know, the poor old single person really faces a lot of challenges that aren't considered, you know, because... Okay, you put a strong case. I mean, what would you like to see happen? 
I think that, for example, if you're married and your partner dies, as happened to a friend of mine, you get automatically get a widow's pension, right? Whether, even if you're working full time. And I know Rosalind D wrote about this actually in The Independent before, that she didn't f- feel that she needed that pension, but it came automatically even though she worked full time. And I think that, you know, when you're a pensioner, there's a living alone allowance. And I think maybe that is something that should be considered in cases where people are finding it hard to meet if they have one income coming in. Because as we know, mortgages and rent are hugely expensive. They're, they're a huge proportion of people's salaries. And, you know, there isn't often a lot left over at the end of the day. And particularly this winter now, when you're going to have ESB bills coming in that are or electricity bills and gas bills going up and we're all terrified of that, you know. And I think, you know, as I said, it's going to be a cold winter when you're sitting on your sofa with no heating and nobody's arm around you, <laughs> the lonely singleton. OK, all right. Uh, Andrea, thanks indeed for talking to us. Uh, Andrea Smith, freelance journalist there. Uh, let us know what you think. 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. Uh, do you agree with Andrea? Let us know what you think. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.